0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Open Mic. I'm really excited to be here with Rob Lyons today. He's a pastor out in California. Rob, excited that you're here today. I'm very excited to be here, Jared. Hey, today we're going to be talking through something that uh, young adults go through all the time, whether you just went through it or you're getting ready to. Uh, It's transition, Uh, whether it's out of high school, into college, into the workforce, into relational transition transition. Um, every young adult's going to deal with transition at some point in their life. Um, Rob, you've gone through a lot of transition. Uh, walk us through some some of what those transitions are.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like life is a series of transitions, and, and no matter where you are, you like you're bound to, like you said, you're you're either just leaving a transition, you're just getting into a transition, or you're, you know. And, and so I feel like. I feel like for me that's been the case in my life, and especially the last several years of my life. Um, you know, even from graduating college and trying to figure out like, okay, what, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Am I, am I ever going to get married? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I remember, um, you know, finally dating someone, and you're like, okay, this could be the thing, and kind of talking about marriage and like transitioning from singlehood to to you know being married. And and during this whole time, I also, you know, I felt like God was was leading me to in my wife to my future wife to to move to California and mm. to a different place that we didn't really know very many people and to, uh, you know, you know, take over and start this young adult ministry there. And so, uh, man, I, I just feel like in the last two and a half years, especially, it's like culminated in a ton of transitions all at once. So, you know, two years ago, I, I moved to California. I got married. We started a new life together, a new church, a new ministry. And um, man, it, it, I... I it's, it's been a lot. And uh,
0: yeah, that's a lot of transition, even just in a short period of time. And how old were you in that transition? Like moving, married? I was 27, 27
1: when we, uh, when I moved to California.
0: Nice. So what, what would you say? I mean, that's a lot at once. Um, some, some transition you can prep for, you know, I'm going to get married in X amount of years, or Mm -hmm. some of them you're like, you know, some young adults are in college. They just came through a transition of high school. Mm -hmm. Well, unless you do your, 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 senior year again, you don't want to do another year of high school. Like right. there's certain transitions that looked down upon. Are looked down upon, but like have a time frame. It's yep. gonna happen in this time frame. Um was it hard? Um I mean you got married when you were twenty seven. Did that was that longer than you wanted to wait? Shorter?
1: Yeah, I think I mean, especially if you you grew up in the church world, like when, you know, I was. Getting married at 27 is, is this like equivalent to getting married at 50 in like the uh, yeah and like the out of, out of church secular world, if you yeah. will. And I uh, mean, I know that was a big thing for me too. Like, I, I I wanted to be married so bad, and that was like a constant prayer that I had. I'm like, God, would you would you give me a wife? Would you yeah. would you put someone in my path who loves Jesus and loves me? And, um, yeah, and and I think, um, I think with a lot of times, one thing I've learned, especially when dealing with transitions is, uh, you need to be prepared for the transition before you actually get there.
0: Yeah. So what does that look like? Because I want to ask you another question before you get there. Um, what are some of the thoughts that you have, like pre-transition during transition? Because you always think the grass is greener in high school. You're like, man, when I get in college, it's going to be totally. And when I get married, it's going to be... And you just you just set your sights on whatever that next thing is. Right. Like, what were some of those thoughts, like, as you're getting ready for transition and you're in the middle of it that you're like,
1: oh, man, was this it? Was this what I should have done? Totally. I'm, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of fear that goes into it. I think, you know... I, I'm never sure of a lot of things and I feel and I, I feel like anytime I make a decision you know I think and I think a lot of people can relate to that of like oh, you second guessing a decision of like did I, did I make the right thing Did I did I yeah. do the right thing and so I think for me there was a lot of fear and like Dang it! Did I did I do what I was supposed to
0: do? Yeah. Am you know? I stepping out in a place I'm not supposed to? Do right. I stay where I'm at? Right. Yeah. And
1: I I think I think that's a normal fear or a normal thing that people feel when they when they enter into transition or they think about transitions in their lives. And I think a lot of times as young adults, um, we enter into a season where it's the first time in it's our lo- in our lives where it's nothing is planned out for you. Yeah. You know, we, from you know middle school, you go to high school, high school, you go to college. You know, after after college, like it's on you to figure it out. And so I, I feel like sometimes there's so much potential mm-hmm. and the transitions of life are like, you, you can do anything yeah. and it's almost paralyzing. So you yeah, kind of deal with this paralyzing potential. And I think a lot of the, a lot of the, the dangers of not dealing with transitions and preparing for transitions is you stay in the exact same place yeah. that you were. And, uh, and I'm not talking about like geography, Geogra- physical location. Physical location. Yeah. I'm talking about just like, you know, you never, you never try to step out in faith. You never try to, to, to take that next hill because you don't know what the outcome is going to be.
0: Yeah. So, uh, did you see some of these transitions coming on, like moving to California and starting something new? Did you see that coming on or was it something that you planned? Was it just yeah. staying faithful over, you know, taking a lot of little steps along the way?
1: Yeah. You know, one thing, you know, so much of my story and, and my faith uh, Begins way before I was even born You know, I, one of my, my grandparents on both sides of my family They went to the Philippines in the 1950s and the 1960s Because they felt like they heard, you know, God telling them to go And, you know, growing up some of the heroes of my faith and my parents would, would tell us the stories of, Hey, you know, like you, you gotta, you gotta listen to the voice of God in your life. And when he speaks to you, no matter how crazy it may seem, like you gotta do it. Remember what grandma and grandpa did on yeah. both sides. And look how God is blessed and like how the, the lives that were changed and, and how, you know, the, the, the way our family is now of like, you know, we're, we're living in, in that. And so, uh, you know, growing up, it was always the, like the heroes of, of, were people in my life who stepped out in faith.
0: Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so so and even my parents, you know, moving from you know the Philippines where they knew everybody to here, um, which was not like a, a, a decision that made a lot of sense. But I know that my dad was, was always say like you got to listen to the voice of God in your life, and whenever He calls you, you have to be ready to step out. And so that was a value of our family, and, and I'm I'm so grateful for that. And so I think I just I think I just kind of knew, um, and like that was the thing I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be like I wanted to when I hear the voice of God to be able to step out in faith and that doesn't always mean moving that uh, that doesn't always mean you know picking up your family and moving it could mean a a bunch of different things but for instance for me in this case of of moving to california i didn't want to move to california at all um like i i I was very happy here i loved high street i love young adults i love you know i love working for my dad Mm -hmm. um but um we we visited out there and and like it was like that small like voice of like i feel like feel like we need to do this Mm. and like kyle and i really processed together and and it was like the it was like the the feeling of i don't know if this is the right thing but i feel like we would be sinning if we stayed sure like i feel like this is i feel like this is something that we would look back and regret and so with and i think the, the some of the some of the misconceptions of dealing with transition and deciding if you want to take something or whatever is you're going to know 100% either way.
0: Yeah. And that you're going to get, it's just going to be a light beam that comes right. down on one option. Exactly. Well, the story that I always tell um, is when I was a kid, uh, I would like, and I don't know what decisions I was making as a kid, but I would like in my room, set something on the edge of a dresser and go, God, if you want me to do it, knock <laughs> it off. Cause there's that one story in the Bible about Gideon right. with the, with the fleece that gets yeah. wet. And I was like, well, surely God can knock something off. And then if I really wanted it to happen, I'd turn the fan on or I'd like make a lot of noise. So like, Shirk yeah, you don't bed. you don't always get like that confirmation from God no. of like, hey, Rob, this is exact. I'm going to close one door. And yeah. sometimes you have two or three good open doors in front of you. 100 percent. How did you make that decision to just know that that was a still small voice that said it? But how how did you make that decision?
1: So Kyle and I, we really we really came to the conclusion that that God's plan for your life is not a straight plan path in your life it's more of just like a zone that you kind of like a wi-fi zone you know and there's a lot of good decisions that you can make in life and still be within god's will and so um you know i think a lot of times we think that we have if we miss we make one small step off like you know we're off of god's plan for our lives but the good thing about god is that he can redeem anything like we can even make the wrong choice and then god can reroute us you know just like a gps and so um we felt we felt like you know we felt like we needed to do this and we didn't know for sure, but we knew that these were both great decisions that we were, we were going to make. And so we decided to to go with it. And I can, I can truly say, after being there for two years, that it was absolutely God's plan that for us to go there. God is teaching us so many things. Yeah. And just being a part of the community there and being able to start a young adults community. Um, you know, I was t- I, we were talking with Kyla about seeing, talking about some of the life change that has been happening. And we're like, man, can you imagine if we would have stayed? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: So you, you started talking about this, but I kind of stopped you. What are some of those things that like mid transition when it feels like probably everything is up in the air or you don't know what to hang on to? What, what, did, what anchored you in those seasons um, to, tr- to any kind of truth or to what you know as, as right? Yeah, I think,
1: um, you know, I, one of the things that uh, we talk about in California a lot is we, we use this analogy, you know, build your well before you're thirsty. Um, and it's this idea of like prepare for the times when you really like you need to prepare beforehand for the times where you really need it. Okay. And so um, I know that I have such a great community. I had such a great community here mm-hmm. um, at High Street uh, with a lot of great friends like you and, and Logan and a and great family. And and uh, I have a lot of friends in, in ministry throughout the country and the world. And I, like, I think one thing that happens, especially when you step out, is it's not always going to be easy. Yeah. And there, like God knows that and God is intentional about putting things in your life. That's hard. That's actually going to shape you and mold you mm. and to like craft you into the person that he wants you to be. And so in those moments, not pressing eject of like, this is way harder than I thought. Yeah. And so I'm going to eject. But in those moments, just like being real, I know I call, I call people all the time, like my family and I call people here and I'm just like, it's so hard. Like there's things that are so hard. And what I love about uh, the people who I, who I, we were kind of my mentors and my like my, my people who I get to process things with is they're like I know it really is yeah but you know what you're doing it and keep going keep fighting and I'm so glad I I'm, and I've and you, you can see this all throughout the Bible and you can see this all throughout some of the people who I really look, look up to like it's not always easy but when you look back in hindsight you're like wow God was doing that there and that's why he, he needed me to go through that yeah um, if I and c- imagine if I would have ejected beforehand um, what I would be missing out with. And so that's something I think r- having a community of people that you can really plug into and um, be real about what's going on with your transition is is really important.
0: Yeah. I mean, to think through making a transition alone is 10 times harder than just making a transition. Right. So right. I, I, I can't imagine that. Um, what, what would you say is like, looking back at transition what would you tell someone that's like looking at transition in the future like they're yeah. coming up on the end of college they're coming up on asking someone to marry them asking someone to you know even date them and just considering what transition lies ahead what advice would you have
1: yeah i think like i said before i think life is a series of transitions And if you want, it's just like life is life. You're going to have pain. You're Mm going to have trouble and you're not going to be able to avoid pain and trouble. Just like you're not going to be able to avoid transitions. And so I think, I think if we're people who are, and if you're watching this podcast, then you're people who want to grow and you want to like, you know, do your life better than you were doing it today and yesterday. Um, I really do think that there are a couple things that you can do to prepare for the season of transition that you're about to go into, or maybe you're in a season of transition where you're just kind of angry and bitter or like irritated or you have this young adult angst that. Ready for some transition? Yeah, and so there there are actually three things that I think um, that have, as I was thinking about this process, uh, three things that I think really helped me, and um, and I really think it could be helpful for you as well. And the first thing, um, when you're in a transition, is I really do believe this that one of the key things you need to do is to stay positive. You need to stay positive. You know, I, I really think when in the midst of transition, when you stay positive, it's almost like a declaration to God that God, you're in control. you've allowed me to go through this and I'm not going to get angry and bitter at the situation. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you.
0: Rob, I I would just want to ask because you're probably one of the most optimistic people that I know. And I think, I I don't think that's just something that just, I think it does both come naturally and it's a, it's a skill that Mm -hmm. you've, you've developed. But what happens when you see someone that stays positive, not just for the sake of staying positive, you're not someone that just looks at something, a bad scenario, and you're not just covering that up and saying, well, that's not true. Right. That bad scenario is not happening. You admit you, you see that bad scenario for what it is, but then you choose to, you still choose to be obedient in trusting that God's got it.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I think back to that. I
0: admire that about you. That's, that's what I was going to say. I, thank
1: you, Jared. Yeah. I admire your beard. Um, Thanks, man. Um, I, I think back to that verse um, where it says, consider it pure joy my brothers, when you fall into, um, diverse trials of many kind, knowing that, you know, the the testing of your face produces patience. Um, and I, I really, I feel like I've, I've learned that anytime, anytime there's, there's trouble or attention or transition in my life. Um, um, I've really tried to, to use it as an opportunity to, for God to, to teach me and to mold me. And, um, I try not to get angry at it Mm -hmm. and it's difficult. It's difficult. And some people are like, oh, you just have this blind optimism. I'm like, No, yeah. no, 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 no. You just don't like, get it. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, yeah. I'm like I'm like, I fully feel how difficult it yeah. is. But I really think that it's so important to to stay positive um, in the midst of it. So
0: positivity, what else?
1: Um, the second thing that I would I would recommend for anybody who is going through a transition is to try to thoroughly enjoy the season that you're in.
0: Hmm. Even when it's in the midst of transition. Totally. The grass I, is not greener yet. Right.
1: Because, you know, I, I had a, we have one of our good friends, uh, Curtis Thomas. He told me one time, because uh, I, I think I was like complaining about the weather or something, as you do in Springfield. And I'm like, man, I just can't wait for it to get to summertime. And, and he told me this. And it was like so simple but so profound. He goes, yeah, I, you know, I've decided that I'm really going to try to not complain about the weather that I want. I'm just going to try to enjoy the weather that's here. And I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, like that's so good. And I, I was, and I was like, this is this is incredible. And so, you know, I, when I was here in Springfield working, I remember uh, my family. We, I, I'm, I'm real close to my family, and we had this, this, uh, you know, we would hang out all the time and talk. And a, a couple years ago, we had we had this conversation of, you know what, we know that we're probably not all going to be together mm-hmm. all the time for the rest of our lives. Yeah, someone's going to move, something's going to happen, and so we they, we had made the decision right there. We're like, you know what we're really going to enjoy the season. Yeah. And like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you're like super close to their family. Like kind of like weirded out by it. But you know, I, I think for us, it was intentional because we're like, we're going to enjoy the heck out of the season. Yeah. Um, and we're going to, we're going to have fun together. We're going to be unapologetic about it. And, and so that I really do believe in like really trying to enjoy the season you're in is, is really good. And the last thing um, that I do, I think is so important is to stay connected in community. You know, we we started Young Adults here because we were experiencing a season of transition in our lives. Where we're like, we're graduating college. We don't know what to do next. We're, we 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 don't we don't know what to do. Yeah. And so, we wanted to create a community for people who didn't have it all together figured out to be able to come together. Mm-hmm. And even though we don't have it figured out, say we're gonna link arms together. And you know, I, I think of the the redwood. And in closing, I, I think of the the redwood trees in California. You know, there, there's like some of the most amazing, tallest trees in the world. Um, they can, they can be up to 400 feet tall, but the roots only go up to nine to 10 feet deep. Yeah. And a lot of people think, how do you, how does it like withstand a, a windstorm or like a, or anything like that? And, and the, the key thing, what what separates redwood trees more than anything else is that they, they go a hundred feet wide in one direction and a hundred mm-hmm. feet wide in another direction. And their vine and their, their roots are intertwined with each yeah. other. And they actually are able to, when, when one tree is not doing well, they can talk to each other and they send nutrients and send water Mm. to one tree and they, they really support each other. And they're able to, they're able to stay strong in the midst of like fires have a hard time getting to the redwood trees Mm. um, because their, their, their bark is so thick, Mm. you know, and, and they, they have a hard time falling down because they're all connected. And I so believe that's the, that's the benefit of being in community. Yeah. And so when you're in a season of transition, one of the, one of the fastest ways to feel awful is to isolate and get out of community. But one of the fastest ways um, to to keep your purpose and to keep your sanity is to dive into community.
0: Man, Rob, that's awesome. Because I feel like the opposite of those three things that you said are so easy to do when you're in transition. It's easy to see the worst in things. It's easy to isolate yourselves. It's easy to not be connected to anything of purpose. So, Rob, thank you so much for just sharing some of the transition that you've gone through. I know it hasn't been easy, but you can already see how God's using you and the transition that you've gone gone through for the joy of others and, and yourself and the glory of God. So, Rob, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hey, check out another open mic. Thanks for listening in. Peace.